Hey everybody, welcome back to Rediscovering Yourself Through Chronic Illness, Season 3, Episode 2. I'm going to try to hope that my uh, cough doesn't take over things while I try to record this episode. I'm um, home from work today. Leave it to me to have a UTI be officially diagnosed last Friday, go to bed, wake up Saturday with a sinus infection. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, So just taking the day to um, rest and get some chores and uh, take care of some stuff. Luckily, I was already slated to be off tomorrow and the day after, but at least this will give three days to get some stuff done and get some rest because... If anything should show that I clearly need it, it's having two two infections running in tandem. <laughs> um, anyway, I've been trying to keep up with the Instagram page for this podcast and just kind of keeping an eye on topics that I want to dis- um, discuss and consider to, again, try to build this with the original intent of being something that fosters a dialogue and creates a sense of unity and just a, you know, a place for... that's inclusive, you know, that's not, um, exclusive. Uh, but yeah, I was just thinking about, um, some of the things that I'm always, (coughs) here we go. Um, that I'm always told, you know, about trying to find the little, you know, I think a lot of us are always told trying to find the little things in life that, um, bring us some happiness. And, um, I've been working on language, uh, practice discs and stuff, learning a little uh, <coughs> Ukrainian here and there. And I have some, uh, I have a Russian language disc set and um, an Arabic, Arabic language disc set. You could say that I'm industrious that way. But I actually picked up some practice uh, language writing uh, books too to go with those language learning ones. So. <laughs> Yeah, most people that would know me would be like, oh, you're just being you. (laughs) But I just, again, I think as I've said in other episodes, it's, it's hard to, you know, you always learn, I guess, in a way to appreciate your high moments, your positive days that much more so, um, when you're dealing with stuff like chronic illness or other, any other thing that pops up in life, because, you know, you just, for whatever reason, it just ends up being a continuing reminder that of just how life can change and quite often does on a dime. And, um, it's, you know, something that, you know, like a lot of us, I've tried to navigate myself and, um, looking forward to my two very, very concrete good appointments, uh, coming up next month with my pulmonologist and my rheumatologist to try to get some answers. And, you know, it's especially poignant that this is all happening right around Christmas and stuff like that. And, um, just, you know, with everything else going on and just, you know, it's the natural getting to the end of the year. And I think a lot of us can agree. It's like, you know, when you get towards the end of the year, it's just kind of like you almost feel like your batteries are drained. It's like it's been one hell of a year in one form or another. And um, I just had a very nice message from me. Uh, I've tried to reach out to the chaplain services when I was at Stanford. Um, 
you know, to show them appreciation and whatnot. Because I thought that was important, you know, and for so many reasons, humanity and human decency seem to have gone the way of the dodo bird in the last few years, whether it's with COVID, whether it's with the exploding animosity and never-ending fighting and, um, you know, just violence that seems to pop up everywhere throughout the world, you know, just felt that it was important to, you know, try to do my basic part to to show that humanity and human decency haven't died for most of us, or at least try to be one of the people that exemplifies that, I guess. Um, but yeah, I just actually reached out to um, the chaplain in a reply, and this kind of goes with the same with the general idea that I just thought about when I just before I th- uh, decided to hop on. Um, kind of goes with the central theme of um, with whatever you're dealing with in your life that trying to figure out how best to to approach this. Um, It can be, there can be a natural draw to want to close yourself off when you're experiencing any kind of stressor or um, fear or concern. And I mean, that's, that's okay. You know, it's okay to, um, want to close yourself off but I think I think the main thing is to know that it's also okay to reach out to somebody and whoever that may be and have that safe place to talk to somebody and to be able to feel like your feelings are heard and understood I'm definitely a big proponent of that and that's why I kind of took advantage of when I was talking with the chaplain um expressing my um Something that had, <laughs> something that had been weighing on my heart um, the last few days, especially, you know, being with somebody, being someone that's um, prided myself on uh, valuing my rainbow family, and I very much do. Um, but yeah, being being a Jewish female, I'd be lying if I said it hadn't been painfully awkward at times to, um, to, I don't know, communicate to some degree with some of my, um, Middle Eastern friends, just because of the fact that things have become so, there's just been such a resurgence of the painful reminder of the multiple years of painful history that exists throughout the world, but especially in this part of the world. And, um, like I was telling the chaplain, you know, it was hard for me to admit, but I feel better admitting it. I had told the chaplain, I said, you know, I, I've never wanted the actions of any extremist individual to, um, (coughs) dictate my humanity. I've never wanted I've never wanted that to happen and don't ever plan to have that happening. And, you know, I still very much, value my rainbow family and in particular this grouping of my um rainbow family but just for better or worse you know and like I even told him it's it's been hard it's been hard it's almost like little semblance semblances of the old world mentality have seeped through in a way and it's been a learning process for me because I mean being someone who 
again, has had the great fortune of being Western, you know, born with the, <coughs> with the opportunities um, that I've had, you know, and trying to always consider myself to be a safe place for anybody throughout the spectrum of the, you know, world, because I have tried to be and I will continue to try to be because again, I won't let the extremist mentality of any faction of any portion of the world dictate my humanity. I've never wanted to do that and don't plan on ever doing that. Because like I've said, when that happens, the perpetrators of mayhem and chaos and insanity, they win. And I don't know about anybody else. I just don't want to see that happen. I want to do my part to make sure that doesn't happen because that's our ultimate goal. The more people that hate each other, they win. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's been hard. It's been hard to be a, um, a young Jewish female around very dear friends of mine from this part of the world, because it's been, it's been hard not to feel like an outsider. And it's been a little bit of a dose reality for me that, um, there are very real root issues at the core of this that, you know, I'm just now coming to understand (coughs) some of them I may not ever understand. I don't know. If that's the case, then fine. You know, I I would hope to continue to learn and progress and evolve like I think most people would. Um, but uh, I just, I think the, the lesson that I would hope to impress upon after the experience I had about talking with the chaplain is to just really hit home the fact that it can be such a blessing to find that person that you can feel safe to talk to. You know, while acknowledging the fact that if, you know, if someone's not ready to talk to somebody, that's within their right and that's okay. Um, but it's also good to be able to know that you have somebody that you can talk to and it's okay to feel how you feel, whether it's worldly events, whether it's family, whether it's health, whether it's anything. And um, that's also part of the reason why on my, um, the Instagram page for this podcast, I've always tried to say that there was an open door policy for this because no two people have the same experience in life, whether it's chronic illness, family issues, worldly experiences, whatever. But it's, you know, unit trying to find some semblance of a connection of basic unity within the idea that we're all human. That's at least a start. So that's been, um, that's been my hope there. And I mean, you know, while I've had my doubts and my fears and my frustrations and my, (coughs) (coughs) and my feelings of feeling isolated and, you know, boxed out from being able to, uh, know, to talk to people, some of the people in my life that have been like family for the last third of my life, does it mean I look at them any differently? No, no, because going along with the mentality of I'm not going to let extremists change my viewpoint on humanity, I'm not going to let the feeling of awkwardness and feeling like an outsider change the placement that these people have had in my life, because nothing will ever change that. 
So um, I think the thing there is it's just been... um, It's definitely been one of the more interesting lessons that I've learned in my life. We'll just put it that way. Because... um, I was thinking of the old adage of we are we are at 80 who we who we were at 8. So it's just I think this whole experience has um just really opened my eyes to the real complexity of um the human condition the way we interpersonally re- interact with each other and um just a renewal of hope that we could all kind of come together and remember that we are we are all human and um just try to find some basic connection on that and hopefully try to con- create the connection of you know we're in this together and not us versus them as cliche as that sounds but the one thing i've kind of come to realize is that the merchants of chaos they thrive on um, they thrive on people being angry with each other. They thrive on people not trusting each other. And I'm it's just I just like I said, I don't know about anybody else, but the last thing I want to do is give a notch in the wind column to anybody whose sole purpose it is is to rip apart the basic human decency by the seams. I don't care what I have to do. I don't want to give anybody like that a notch in the wind column. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where the rest of this year <laughs> goes. It's hard to believe it's almost the end of 2023. I was telling somebody else, it's like, oh my God, it seems like just yesterday I was graduating from high school. But, um, alrighty, well, mm-hmm. I believe this is the third episode I've done where I've had kind of a scratchy voice (laughs) and haven't been feeling good. And it sticks with what I said on the previous two. I don't want to only ever do episodes of this where I sound perfectly packaged because that is a complete false narrative and creates the mentality that somehow, you know, it just, it creates the idea that nobody has a bad day, that we, and that some of us always have just good days, which is so, so not true. So I think it, that's why I think it's good for me, even on occasion, to hop on and do one of these when I clearly have a scratchy voice, just to show that bad days can happen. They do happen. And it's okay to acknowledge them. It's okay to try to learn what we can from them and to know that they don't last. You know, it's the nature of whatever's going on to the degree at which that they can last, but they don't last forever. They really don't. And to to be okay to, you know, show the outside world the, um, both the good and the bad. Because that's, in effect, at the end of the day, that's what makes all of us human. Our good sides and our bad sides. You know, we weren't... We weren't intended to be perfect. Some people like to package themselves off as having never done anything wrong, being completely... No, we're, we're an imperfect race. It doesn't matter where we hail from. 
we're all at our core. We're imperfect. And we all have things to learn from, and that's okay. We all have things and experiences that we've had to deal with, had to learn from, had to need to grow from, and that's okay. And, you know, just finding that commonality bond of, you know, we're, we're all inhabitants of this one planet. It sounds like a bad cliched movie line, but, um, but it's definitely true. So I just, you know, I think with everything in the last, especially in the last few months that everything I've done with this podcast has been one of the more rewarding projects that I've done um, to try to create some advocacy because (coughs) this is somebody, this is something that, um, see, this will show that I'm having an imperfect day. I'm having to like literally recorrect my, my uh, verbiage construction of a sentence. (laughs) Yet another example that not everybody has perfect days all the time. Um, (laughs) but I just, um, This podcast project really has become a passion, little passion project for me. I've come to really look forward to um, to seeing this thing grow, you know. And I'd like to have that be my little imprint on the world. So, you know, it's nobody knows the total ramifications of our impact on the world and our impact upon others. Nobody will fully ever know. But, you know, we all have the potential to have an impact on those around us. First and foremost, on ourselves, on the lives that we're ultimately able to lead by the decisions and choices we make, you know. But we all have um, the impact, the ability to have an impact on um, those closest to us, our communities, across the board, you know, it's all, it's all a domino effect, so that's my hope here, that this little, that this little podcast can have, um, can have as much of a positive little domino effect as possible, even if I don't see the full spectrum of it, that's okay, just the idea of knowing that it could, that's, that's perfectly fine for me, um, just at least knowing that I tried, I guess, is enough of a, is all I need to know, is that I tried. Because that's what matters. The ultimate outcome and the ultimate rem, um, spectrum of the impact of this, If even if I never see it fully, that's okay. Because at least at the end of the day, I know I tried to do something remotely positive that could potentially have ripple effects. The rest of it will just materialize with time, no matter how long that takes. But anyway, all right, everybody, as always, thanks for listening. Um, But yeah, the general gist here is, (coughs) oh, everything is so combustible right now in so many different pockets of the world. And I would just hope that, you know, anybody dealing with any kind of issue with chronic illness community, life issue, you know, fear, stress about global concerns, whatever, has the access to a resource that feels trusted and reliable to them 
and as a source that they feel comfortable with, not in a, and it absolutely shouldn't be something that somebody forced on them because that's not organic. It should always be an organic source to where somebody feels like, hey, this feels comfortable for me because that's what matters. Nobody can dictate to somebody, you know, how they can go about formulating how they feel about something in a safe way to where they can feel like they can effectively express themselves. So I just hope everybody has that ability to find out whether it's journaling, a trusted counselor, trusted family member, trusted friend, trusted work associate, or like me, um, a trusted chaplain at Stanford, (laughs) whatever form that comes, you know, it's as tried as it sounds, it's a crazy world we live in, you know, and it adds a mold, it adds a yet another complicated cog into the wheel when you deal with stuff like a lot of us deal with with chronic illness or any kind of issue, you know, any issues with concerns over mental health or any other kind of stress. It just adds another cog into the wheel. So I just hope everybody can find a way to put their arms around their mental health and find the best possible way while they're dealing with anything else in their life to be able to find as much of a positive semblance of equilibrium and find their personal peace to the best of their ability. So that's that's my hope there. All right, well, I'll be back uh, next time with another episode of Rediscovering Yourself Through Chronic Illness. Thanks for listening.